episode number 251, Camaro vs. Challenger vs. Shelby, finally. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Well, I understand you got pounded with some snow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We got some. We got some snow overnight. So as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm gonna go out and start shoveling. I'm gonna uh, make Vito do the same thing. It's 48 degrees here. It's not bad. It, I and mean, rainy. it was warmer this week too. It, the Tuesday has been so weird here. Uh, Almost hitting here 50s, too. 50s in January here. Oh my god! And then no. Yeah. Finally, I mean, last weekend we had like three inches of rain. If 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 it was if it was cold, dude, we would have gotten a uh, blizzard. But the temperatures uh, the have good been old in days the, when it just didn't screw around and you just got pounded. Yeah. And you, I, I yeah. remember I remember being a kid and having snow from November to March and yeah and and, and you dealt with it and that that was it. And it was, I don't know. As I get older, this is. I just don't like to deal with the snow as much anymore. It's because it's it's not <clears throat> snow. It's like here's some, eh, here's some. Eh, eh. You know, I, I I would rather just be snow. Mm. You know, everybody's yeah. everybody's dealing with, dealing with it in a different way. You know, milk. people people don't know how to drive. No, they don't empty the stores here. <laughs> Do down here, man. If in in, in Tennessee, if we're gonna get an inch. Bread, milk, and bottled water is is gone, and cigarettes and beer is completely empty from the shelf. <laughs> I never understood that. Why everybody wants to make French toast when when it snows? Um, I don't know. It's weird because that's the way it used to be. Like you had to stock up because you weren't going anywhere for days and days and days. Now it's, hmm, I'm gonna have to get in my eighty thousand dollars suburban and drive down to the store. Or there's Boy. DoorDash and and Grubhub and right. and pizza delivery and beer delivery now. <laughs> I know life is good. That's what I'm. That, that's the point I'm getting to. We live in a wonderful time. Uh, all right, let's talk about Camaro stuff. Um, we haven't. We we kind of got out of the habit of doing the rundown. We should do the rundown. Go for here. it. Go for it. All right. So, like the subject or the subject, like the title of this episode, Camaro versus Challenger versus Shelby. Finally, that's right. Um, they finally just. Got serious and lined them up and got some interesting results. Uh, got some Corvette news. Got some special edition Camaro news over in uh, J- Japan. Um, don't street race your, the C8 Corvette you're testing if you want to keep your job. <laughs> and is there, a, is there a bunch of C8s hiding somewhere for no reason? Chris, do we have any voicemails or do we have any emails? No. What the heck, man? <laughs> all right. Well, I'll substitute. Um, I got a giveaway for all 2010 to 2013 Camaro owners. I'll explain it later on. Okay. But let's get to the goods here. Yep. So according to Muscle Cars and Trucks, who put, who, who put this together again? This is um, Edmonds. Edmonds put together a race. Yeah. Camaro ZL1, Challenger Hellcat Red Eye, and the Shelby GT500. What do you, I'm what, just trying what's to see your thoughts where, on this? I'm trying to see where this was done real quick here. Because it, was, um, it wasn't exactly like they, they put them around the track. They, they, no. I think this was a quarter mile 
This was a yeah. quarter mile drag race between these. I wonder if they're going to do the track next. Um, quarter mile sprints. Huh. Well, that's what most people kind of use. Yeah, streetlight to streetlight, you know, baseline. basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. This is, I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. I mean. Well, I mean, the GT500s are now just starting to, you know, yeah. become widely available. And um, I think Edmonds finally got their hands on one. So let's let's do the rundown here. We we had the Shelby Mustang GT500. We've got the Camaro ZL1 1LE. And then we've got the Challenger um, Hellcat Red Eye. Is it a wide body? I don't know if it says if it's a wide body. It is a wide body. It looks, yes, it yep. is. Yep. Good looking car, too. These cars are all about big, big numbers, you know, from 650 up to 797 horsepower, which is the, the big old Challenger. And they, uh, they did some drag racing with them. And it said repeatedly, the Mustang Shelby GT500 was the victor. Knocking off what? a best of 11.3 at 130.7 miles per hour, with the Camaro Z01 1LE coming in second. With a best what? time of 11.6 at 122. But that big and brooding Challenger may be the most powerful, but it couldn't escape its own heft. Running an 11.7 at 127. Dude, that's, that, that is so close. Yeah. But like we said before, <clears throat> get these on a track, different track, maybe a different driver. And you'd run this, run this race 10, 15 times and you'd probably get different results every time. Oh yeah, but if you got, yeah. you know, if you if you, uh, I would say that was so close, dude. A, that would be a fun fun drag race to be at, though. I would like to see. I, I I haven't watched the video yet, but in the article they do link up the video from the GT500. I'm gonna just play a little bit of it real quick here. Edmonds exclusive. We've got the Chevy Camaro ZL1. So Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Carlos Lagos. Elena Shears in the and Challenger. Ford Mustang Shelby GT500. Kurt Nyberg is in the So, so yeah, so there's a different driver in every car. Did, I wonder if they switched. Uh, that, it doesn't, I'm just going to scroll through real quick. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look no, like it. They need to do, they, they can do better than that. Then they should have had every driver is, <clears throat> drive every car, make at least three to five passes, at least, and then average them up. This doesn't look to be a real drag strip either. It looks to be like no, a. There was just a. They did it. Did they, did they run them all? To, I haven't watched the video myself. I just read the article. But did they run them all at the same time side by side? Let's see. Kind of <clears> looks <throat> like it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They sure did. That's... So yeah, I mean, this is kind of a fun test. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I won't put all say my it's money as official on it. as I'd like to be. Right, because yeah. I, I I would think the um, Challenger Hellcat Red Eye too would, uh, you know, if uh, proper test or proper, uh, you, you had a properly um, prepped track, mm-hmm. and uh, I, w- I would love to see what all these cars would run there. But it was it was a fun article to read and, and uh, a fun video here. So I just wish it was a little more. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna see Motor Trend or Car and Driver or somebody mm-hmm. come in and do something fun with these cars. Now that we have the the GT500 out, that seems to be more widely available, 
and and we've had the ZL1 Wonderly and the Challenger out there. So let's see what happens next. I think it's yeah. a good start. I think it's a good start. Yeah, good article and fun. Yeah. Of course, fun to talk about what we talk about. This, that, and the other thing. If it would have done this, if they would have done that, what is it? Yeah. I wonder how the 2020 Corvette Stingray would have done against those three cars. I think it would have come in last. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what, you know, in, in its current incar- in, incarnation, is that the word I want to use? Yeah. Isn't that a, bre- isn't that a breakfast drink? Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chevrolet Corvette voted 2020 North American Car of the Year. I saw a lot of pictures <laughs> on Facebook with a lot of folks that work on the Corvette team holding up the award. Pretty Congrats- cool. Congratulations, Chevrolet. And, uh, the whole team, the Corvette team for, for an outstanding year. It's been, it's been a great 2019, 2020 for the unveiling and, uh, lots of buzz, lots of buzz about this car. I know normally right about now, uh, when they vote for the North American car of the year, it's done at the North American international auto show here in Detroit, (laughs) which has been moved to June now. So no more journalists coming in and complaining about the weather all the time. They can they can complain about the heat and the the humidity of the summertime now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep, but at least they'll be able to wear shorts and <laughs> little little shorts while they mm. look at the cars. Um, yeah, good job, guys. You know, I keep thinking about this. I, I was I was gonna say the 2020 Corvette can have next to zero performance increase over the C7. And it'd still be great because of just the the new design, the new innovations, the new everything about it. And then I realized, oh yeah, I don't I don't think it is more powerful or perform better than the C7 Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> well, not not yet anyway. Um, that was oh, oh, that was that was kind of facetious. But yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see what else they have coming. I guess there's spy shots of the Z06 and hints of the ZR1 having being a hybrid all-wheel drive, which. I may or may not have mentioned in a previous episode once or twice, but good job either way. Mm-hmm. So it's all, you know, I wonder what's going to happen with the Camaro next. <laughs> well, there ain't a heck of a lot of uh, spy shots out at all, so um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen much here. But our friends over in Japan, they're getting there. They're getting the opportunity to buy something kind of cool, kind of unique. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was a kind of a market in Japan for their very own special edition Camaro, which was just announced this week that 2020 they're going to have some green special edition heritage edition. Yeah. Camaro 90 being built. Yeah. And only 40 of them are going to be SSs. Ooh, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. The interior is going to be Kalahari tan. Jim Kalahari. <laughs> And five-spoke gloss wheels. Gloss black wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, rally green metallic, white stripes. They're going to begin taking orders in uh, January 10th, which was last week, with uh, delivery slated for the following summer. Wow. Let's see how much this is going to cost. So the most affordable Chevrolet Camaro Heritage Edition is an LTRS spec. It's priced at 5,650 million yen, or... $51,610, or the Camaro SS Heritage Edition commands a premium of 7.4 million yen, or 68325 These are more expensive than ZL1s. Yeah. Wow. Wait, 
Wait, I, I got a question. Yeah. And this is this is not meant. This is going to be humorous, but it's not meant to be stupid. Okay. Okay. If a car cost six point four, let's just say seven million yen. Yeah. That's set. Does anything in Japan cost like ten yen? <laughs> ten yen? <laughs> That'd be like a, a, not even a penny. Like, wh- why don't they just start over by lopping off a few zeros? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't get it. Wow. I mean, 7.1 million units of fun money is just is just weird to me for, for in that scale. Kind of like this, you know. Um, I, I'd say to my dad, Dad, I remember the days when I used to buy uh, gum for a penny. And my dad would say, well, I remember the days when I bought bread for a penny. And then I turn to him and I say, well, how much is, was the gum then for you? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's kind of, you know, what I'm saying. I'm just curious. Anybody who's been over to Japan, you get the question, but I'm not trying to be stupid. I really want to know, does anything cost like one yen? And if so, what the heck is it? Anyway. Um, that's what we got going on. It's a good looking car. I think so. It looks so. It's got red, red. Is there, does it say anything about the red line wheel on it? Uh, it looks like there's, there's a red stripe on the, on the wheel. This is a five spoke gloss black wheels. Doesn't say anything about it being red. Looks kind of cool with the red line against yeah. the green. Um, cool. All right. Thanks to MuscleCarsAndTrucks.com for that one. Always pumping out killer articles. Let's come back to the states here. How about not too far from me? About 40, 50 minutes north of me. This was all over the news nationally. Yeah. <laughs> these these poor guys, and and we're not helping. Uh, two GM engineers arrested for street racing C8 Corvettes. <laughs> Howie. And went as far as CNN reporting this. <laughs> uh, according to Kentucky State Police troopers, uh, on the evening of January 8th, uh, the two were exceeding the posted 45 mile per hour speed limit by more than 26 miles per hour. It was later reported that they were clocked at 120 miles an hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. And uh, they were busted at 100 miles an hour. The two were stopped for speeding, reckless driving, and racing motor vehicles on a public road. A third Corvette was on the scene, but allegedly did not engage in that street race. The Mm. poor cars were impounded, and the engineers were booked. The 20-something engineers posted a $1,000 bail and they're now scheduled for a pretrial hearing at the Warren District Court on February 18th. Is that Warren, Mich- Michigan, no, I would I don't, assume? I don't think so. Why no... wouldn't it be? That's where the tech center is. Yeah, but they were in Kentucky when they did this. Why would they go to Warren? Because uh, they're being extradited. <laughs> <laughs> a look into the two GM's engineers' LinkedIn profile shows that Thim is a CAE engineer who works on induction systems and exhaust, and Merkins is an electrical engineer. There's no word on whether these two will keep their jobs. Hmm. This is the first public road Corvette C8 incident. Oh, this isn't the first. When we saw a GM engineer smash a pre-production Stingray into the mountain out west. Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. This whole uh, guys, come on. is... Uh, the best look at the Corvette brand is not the best look, especially mm. considering the fact that it took place in Bowling Green, despite the city's love for American sports cars. It is a small Kentucky city. 
and they don't go for that kind of shenanigans around well, I don't here. Know. I don't know. Uh, I hope they go easy on them. I do. I hope they get to keep their jobs too. I mean, everybody goes out and does something stupid. Nobody got hurt. Um, obviously, we wouldn't encourage anybody to do this. Uh-huh. But um, I hope they just own up for their mistake and, and then they, you know, maybe they give them some community service or something and, and, and hopefully they get to keep their jobs. Yeah. Agreed. Ugh, silly guys. Yeah. Glad nobody got hurt. Doing dumb things. Does it say what time of the day it was? It doesn't even say what time of the day or where they were. So, I'm guessing it was someplace hmm. out of the public view. I'm hoping, unless they were racing down by that Burger King where we had those tor- horrible tacos. No. Oh God. <laughs> They don't. They don't still offer those, do they? Yes, they do. Really? And still about on the menu? three weeks ago, I got another free one that came in my bag of stuff at at Burger King, and I, I swear. That they're just trying to give those things away because they can't sell them, even at a buck. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, oh boy. Uh, yeah, that's what kind of what I was thinking too. They're, you know, they're just gross. But I kind of want to eat another one. Well, I just saw this week. Um, you have Jack in the Box, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. So apparently, Jack in the Box makes those same kind of tacos. Oh really? Yeah. Except Jack in the Box has introduced little baby mini ones. Like little bite-sized Yes. Ones? So you can go check those out. Guess I will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of on a diet. Cutting back on junk food so I can make room for more beer. Okay. <laughs> well, we got uh, we got some, some pictures that came in this week, too. Our friend John Ryan, and I think everybody who knows, in the, especially in the Camaro community, yeah. knows who Pro Stock John is. Yeah. Took this. Where did he get this picture? Uh, he shared it. He, he That's not his. There's a lot of people who are sharing that picture. Yeah. Um, somebody was, it looked like somebody was up on a cell tower doing some work and they looked down and they saw a whole row of C8 Corvettes. It looks like it's right off of Van Dyke there in Warren, Michigan. That's where the tech center is. And they're hiding behind a, a wall. And I think this looks pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty cool picture. It does indeed. I wonder what they're going to do with them. I don't know. Maybe everybody at the tech center who's driving a C8 right now had to go, I don't know if they were doing a picture or maybe that's where they have to park them or they had to park them for an event or there's something going on with them. I don't know, but I mean, that's. Hmm. Maybe they're test cars. You know what they're doing? They're just lining them up for street racing. Oh, God. (laughs) <sighs> I remember Settlemeyer told us one time we we went, no. we went out one time with him, and we were having a we we're having a, a burger or something, and he's like, "I just found out that somebody took a brand new ZR1 out of the tech center. It was before it was on it was before it was released, with no camo on it, driving down Van Dyke. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Luckily, nobody got a picture of it." Because it, it was because uh, I had told them that I had seen a Z06 that day. It was when the uh, the new Z06s were coming out. And, oh yeah, uh, and he was talking about the ZR1. There was something that I was thinking about with Settlemeyer the other day. Oh, I remember when uh, I want to say it was the C6. The C6 came out at the Detroit Auto Show, and I've got the video of this somewhere because I found it. Somebody took some digital video of somebody else 
Um, there's a C6 Corvette on a turntable at the Detroit Auto Show. Okay. And the driver's side door was open. And somehow he snuck around to the back side of the display, waited for it to rotate around. And when the spokes model wasn't, you know, the, the you know, the demonstrator wasn't, wasn't, had his back, to, had their back to the car. Yeah. The dude jumped in and sat in the car for like a quarter of the rotation on the turntable <laughs> and jumped back out. Scott was furious. <laughs> like he, I remember that he wanted to know who it was, where they were from, how they managed to do blah, 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 blah. I got that video somewhere. I should, I should find it. He was justifiably angry. Um, you know, you're not supposed to be. They only had a handful of those at the time, so they're right. you know they didn't want anybody like you know hacking up the interior or anything like that. Interesting. Cars are serious business, you guys. Come on. Of course. What else can we talk about here? Um, gosh, we, uh, we, so we don't have any voicemails. We don't have any emails. We don't have any voicemails. We don't have any emails. I don't know. Uh, must be uh, must be winter time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about cars. I don't know. Hmm. But we do have a voicemail line. We do have an email. Or form, you can go to RadarCamaroShow.com, you can fill it out, or you can pick up the phone and call us. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. So go ahead and do it now. Yeah, do it. Do it now. Now. Do it now. So you have a giveaway. I got a giveaway that I'm that I'm doing. Um, kind of a little giveaway, but it was fun too. When I had my uh, my my 2010 Camaro, you know, I bought I, just like anybody, I bought a bunch of parts for it, and of course, I bought quite just about everything I could for it right away, right? Um, and I bought some Laminex tail lights, tail light tint film, and uh, some side marker. Tint film, but the weird part with Laminex is, is that if you, you know, Camaro had four side markers, two on the front, two on the rear. It still does, I think. And if you wanted just like like when you bought the tail light tint, you got the rear side marker covers. You didn't get the full set of four. Hmm. So you have to buy. They're smart this way. Then you had to buy the headlight tint covers to get the front side marker ones. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, all I wanted, I was going to do just the the, the tail lights and the headlights. I ended up doing just the headlights. And then I found the taillight tint covers as well as all four side marker tint covers. So I was going to toss them. And I thought, you know what? I'd hate to toss them because somebody who has a 2010 to 2013 Camaro might want these. And so I'm like, okay, I can try to give them away. But then it's just it just comes up to the first person that sees it gets it. Well, I thought I'd have a little fun with it and make it fun for you guys too. So long story made boring. I got a set of Gunsmoke tail light tint film covers by Laminex, along with all four side markers. Um, brand new, never installed. And I made a contest. And the way you can get to it is by going to bit.ly slash Laminex Camaro giveaway. Chris, I expect that you would throw this in the show notes as well. Yep. And it's going to run for a week. It's in process right now. All you got to do is enter. And there's other ways that you can earn points like i don't know subscribing to the camaro show on itunes or even you know subscribing to my youtube channel i mean figure while while i'm there or you don't have to do anything just enter and you get entry and that's it all the information is there it's 100 free no spam no junk like that i just wanted to give these away in a fun way plus i'm probably gonna throw in some additional camaro goodies from my private goodie prize vault very cool valued at 49 dollars one winner 
Exactly. Actually, more than that, because it's, it's hard to get the front side markers separately. But, yeah, just one winner. It's Very free. Cool. Very cool. If you got a 2010 to 2013 Camaro, <clears throat> take you about 30 seconds. Very cool. That's it. That's it. And that's the show. That's the show. That's the show. No. Some fun stuff this week. Yeah. I, I love when we have lots of good Camaro news to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's always fun, even if it's... Even if uh, a couple engineers have to get busted for street racing, too. <laughs> Good luck, guys. <laughs> well, you know, I, I wish I could say that uh, <clears throat> we didn't know what it's like to get busted for street racing. Um, yeah. I don't. <laughs> you a-hole. <sighs> We've told that story a few times on the yeah. show. We're probably not going to need to go around it. Nope. Uh, but, that, but that was the last time I did anything like that. Yeah. That I'll admit. All right, I'm going to get out of here. i got to go shovel snow. Yep, you go shovel the snow. I'm going to go and watch it rain and play with my car in the garage. All right, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.